Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Big Apple School podcast, where the goal of the show is to help you improve your listening skills by listening to us. My name is Benjamin. I'm hosting the show today, and we have three wonderful other hosts, including... Ayub. Welcome, Ayub. Welcome back. And we have... Varya. And last but not least... Katya. So welcome back. So yeah, snowy day outside again. Oh, yeah. Lord. So snowy. <laughs> Another so podcast way. started with the topic of snow yeah. <laughs> here in Siberia. Well, it's kind of a usual talk, you know, like uh, breaking the ice and everything, talking about weather. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of weather, actually, we do have a wonderful comment left by Natalia Smirnova. And she said, Hello, guys. I'm so glad to find your podcast in Yandex Music. Now I'm on my way from the underground to my home. It's not boring to hit with your voices. Your team is the best. Hello from St. Petersburg. Aww. So that's a lovely winter greeting from Natalia Smirnova. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much. So thank you so Many much. Thanks, really. Yes. And it's interesting to hear someone from St. Petersburg. I'd love to go back to that city. Let us know what the winter is like in St. Petersburg. I hear it's quite windy and, and um, yeah, cold. <laughs> yeah. And gloomy. <laughs> and gloomy. So what else is new this week? Anything interesting? Well, I had a really great live stream this week. Oh, you had a live stream? I did have a live stream in our Telegram um, channel. And oh, it was cool. the most fun live stream I've ever had because it was on my favorite topic. Books, reading and libraries. It was so, 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 so great. Oh, cool. So were there a lot of bookworms joining you in the in the conversation? Well, you know how usually we only have 10 people who can speak out of those. There were some avid readers, you know, keen readers. That's a very good word. Avid. Excellent word. What does avid mean? What does avid mean? Yeah. What does avid mean? <laughs> it means someone who's, well, yeah, someone who's very, very keen, someone who loves doing something. So you can use it for any hobby, basically. But cool. So the Telegram chat, how do people find out about this, cat? So yeah, let me actually tell a little bit more about that because I really love when people join and speak, you know. So basically you go to our Telegram channel, which is Big Apple School. And every now and then and there, there is an announcement like, hey guys, tomorrow we have a speaking club. Absolutely free, totally for free. And usually it's one of us hosting it. Uh, we have a certain topic beforehand you know some points that we're going to discuss so you can prepare you know you can search for some vocab and i know that well we have people joining the live streams from all over russia and actually we've had some people from uh switzerland oh from switzerland, yeah. from switzerland. interesting yeah. same same i heard I from had, switzerland That's so um, cool. from other countries actually yeah and of course sometimes it happens that because of the time difference and the time zone some people are not able to attend and actually, in our private chat, in uh, Big Apple chat, mm -hmm. we have recordings of all the live streams. So if you're missing, you can always just, you know, catch up by watching it. But in order to get into this chat, you need to go to Big Apple chat bot and do it, you know, through the bot. On Telegram, yeah. On Telegram, yeah. yeah. Or just do it through our channel on Telegram and... Well, yeah, I am, you know, an advocate for our chat because this is where we post uh, after shows. We post vocabulary lists every week, a lot of info. We chat there. We, yeah, it's basically, you know, one huge community for learning language. If you're learning English, you definitely need to check out this private chat. And it's also an opportunity for you to practice your writing skills. Writing, um, 
Actually, I, I remember,、uh, I think it was Ruslan who recorded some messages. Hey there,、oh, yes, if you're he listening. Sent us <laughs> yeah, so、messages. you can practice whatever speaking, writing, listening, you know, everything. And also in the, in the private chat, you can get access to the after show portion、yes. of this podcast, which is really interesting. And there you can get a vocabulary list which accompanies this podcast. So if you're learning English and you want to keep up with the words that we're saying, then you need to be part of this private chat. Oh my God, I'm so sorry that she just asked, hey guys, how's it going? And I'm like, private chat, you know, just taking most of the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay, <laughs> cool. But what else is new? I can see you have some nails. Some special nails. Bada and I, we have、yeah. beautiful nails. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Once a month. Once a month. Oh, right. It's、yeah. like a little beauty routine,、mm. you know, act of self care and self love. Yes, I can watch a really bad Russian movie with, <laughs>、uh, with this dub over or an or a,、uh, American movie with some kind of high voice to <laughs> Russian. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I've always been wondering why women do that. Like, like what feeling? Makes you do Because it. Because、like. we like to scratch people's eyes. No,、out. no, no. I mean the colors, <laughs> the polish, I mean. Well, in general, you know, it's actually good for, you know, scratching and everything is kind of nice.、Oh, okay. But in general, you know, I don't know. It, aesthetics? <laughs> beauty? Yeah, it's beautiful. I, I mean, so b u t t h e r e s always like. It's a finishing、uh, touch. Yeah. yeah, and always、uh, it kind of comes in handy when you're kind of washing things and then, you know, there's some sort of dry food or something and you'll just with a nail. <laughs> Comes off really. Ah, so the polish makes the nail solid, more solid. Much stronger, yeah. It's、ah, really hard to break those.、Right. And if it does break, and sometimes it does, it's really painful. I see. Oh, it's painful? What? Because it rips off your nail underneath? Sometimes. Well, it depends on where. If it's like on the tip, it's fine. But if it's like right there at the bottom, so it's like, ah. But I don't think we're here to discuss snails today. <laughs> well, I'm still interested. We've had, yeah. we've, had yeah, topic,、yeah. we've had a podcast actually、of、about、course. beauty and all those procedures. So, yes, I don't believe I was on that podcast, but for our listeners, you should definitely check it out. Yeah, it was girls it only. <laughs> well, you can let some guys in. <laughs> I'm joking. And you would be just sitting like, oh my God, how long is this going to take? It's just a whole other world for, for I guess, for a Yub and I. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, speaking of nails, you said you get your nails done once a month, yeah?、Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a, would you say it's like a, a ritual? Yeah, I, because if I wait too long, then they start breaking and then they look so bad. And it does make me unhappy when I have to look down at my hands and they're not finished. And do you, Paint your nails for special occasions. <laughs> Funny you should mention special occasions. Exactly. I'm trying to do a smooth transition into、good、today's job, topic. Good job. Good job. Brownies points to, <laughs> to Benjamin for that.、Yeah. Yes, brownie points. So, is it something cultural doing this? Like, do you consider it as something cultural? I think it's something more or less universal in the whole world. You know? I don't think so because、um, I was in a discussion. With my fiance, and、uh, you know, in my country, they don't do it a lot like this. Well, because you can't really have the gel on it、uh, when you have to pray. I don't, I don't think it's something about religion, but、uh, I mean, the social norm, the culture. The norm. Well,、yeah. it is about religion as well, actually, because if it's just the nail polish, you can easily remove it before you pray, because you, technically you have to, like, there should be no makeup or anything. So some of my students,、uh, they're like, Gel is impossible because you can't just take it off. 
So that's why it's a no-no. Well, for those of you who haven't guessed, today we're talking about culture, ceremonies, and celebrations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. So before something like a wedding, would people get their nails done? Oh, yeah, absolutely. In in I think it's common in the US, mm. in Russia. And I see a lot of reels from the US where girls like, My boyfriend asked me to do my nails. Is he going to propose or is he just asking me to do my nails, to have my nails done, you know? I didn't realize that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how do people propose? Well, how do people propose in, in Algeria, for instance? Or well, in that part it takes of the actually a long process. Ooh, tell us, tell us, tell us. Okay, if uh, we speak about uh, the tradition in Algeria, Normally, the the man and the woman, they don't know each other. That's weird, I know, for other cultures. But, uh, like, he sees her outside. He follows her where she lives. And it's, like, you know, weird. Then, <laughs> Sounds uh, a little bit stalked. Yeah, then he goes okay. and he talks to his mom. Then his mom talks to his dad. Then they agree to go and uh, propose to the parents of the woman. Then if they come to an agreement, uh, so they become engaged, then... And they what, do what something, if they don't agree? They don't get married. Oh, so, <laughs> so it's just literally yeah. like that. So yeah, that, but yeah. but uh, this is something traditional where some people do it right now. But uh, behind the shadows, they know each other. They uh -huh. met each other at university or anywhere. So, but uh, it is the same like thing. So even if they know each other for years, he still needs to take his parents to the mm -hmm. house of the woman, and he needs to propose that way. Yeah, fair enough. So it's not really an arranged wedding. It's not like the parents decide who you're going to marry or not. Sometimes Meaning, you know, we found you someone. You they know. do this, but uh, it depends on uh, the family mm -hmm. and the city also. For example, in my city, they don't care too much about this. But uh, I know some occasions, like some, some really like uh, real stuff that happened. For example, a mom goes and uh, she chooses a woman for her son mm -hmm. and yeah she makes him marry him out of respect and you know but i don't agree with that of course <laughs> yeah it's really extreme well in some countries it's normal to have arranged marriages and and it's it can be um a difficult thing but some people strangely like it i mean what what what, uh -huh. what are the benefits of an arranged marriage i i have i have an uncle okay yeah and uh he got married the same way he wanted to follow this way yeah My family is open-minded, but I don't know. My uncle did it. Yeah. And uh, his marriage, like, was very successful. It lasted a long... Yeah. Yes, really. Yeah. Like, like for many years, and uh, they mm -hmm. fell in love after marriage. Oh, <laughs> okay. Interesting. Uh -huh. So I guess it saves you a lot of time having to <laughs> prowl the streets looking yeah. for a match. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, but things yeah. are changing nowadays, especially in big cities. So yep. people, they, they are not following such things like uh, more often now. But in some villages, they do it. Mm -hmm. So now it became like regular for other people. They meet a girl and they say, okay, you talk to your parents about me. You know, the thing. Yeah. So they so interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, different countries. Well, I guess Russia and the, in the West have the same kind of proposal yeah. system. Yeah. Where the man gets on their knee and says, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Or, or sometimes the woman. It could be the other way around, I guess. Did you yeah. get on one knee, Benjamin, when you were proposing? <laughs> well, You've never actually told us the story. <laughs> no, it, it, it was a very modest <laughs> proposal. It was, it was very nice, but it was just, yeah, it wasn't 
um, like you see on YouTube where someone orders a whole stadium and... Oh, well, I mean, it's (laughs) a bit to show off, you know, something like that. Yeah, it it would be too much. Personally, for me, that would be too much if, if, um, well, let's say if I were a woman, I'd be, I would just be overwhelmed by that. Mm -hmm. If you had a whole stadium of people saying, kiss, 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 (laughs) it would be too much. Or sky riding. Have you ever seen uh, an airplane towing some kind of sign or something? Well, don't, don't get me started yeah. with airplanes, Variant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a dangerous thing to mention airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that in real life. I've only seen that, you know, in movies. Right. And everything. Yes, I haven't seen it in. Real I life. have seen it actually in my country one day. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. That's... Normally, it's out of uh, our league, but yeah, somebody somebody did it actually. What well, so they, they saw it many. Did ago. the writing with the smoke or with no, the... with uh, like something attached, like a poster yeah, a attached banner. to, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I, I would think that Arabic would be difficult to write in, <laughs> in smoke. Fr- <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. But it was in French, actually. It was in French. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, quite expensive, I guess. I wonder how much it costs to hire a plane to <laughs> to do the deal for you. You know, in general, a wedding can be really expensive. Mm-hmm. I um, well, of course, it depends on everyone because some people go for you know right quite quite modest wedding, you know, not big ceremony, something like that. Keep it simple. But I remember seeing you know some videos on Instagram and uh, like YouTube about wedding preparation in the US, and they were asking a question like, "How much do you think the wedding dress is?" And all the guys were like, 200, 300, 500 and the girls were like. Seven thousand, five thousand, oh six thousand. Sometimes, that's an, that's yeah, it's expensive. the tradition, at least before, that the uh, bride's family has to pay for the wedding, so that could be very expensive. What is also different, I guess, about the proposal in the U.S. and in Russia? In Russia, okay, like usually people get on one knee, you know, like whatever. But I was shocked to find out that it is an, you know, unwritten rule that the proposal ring should cost at least. Uh, double salary so that in case something goes wrong the girl can actually sell it and you know leave oh, so on. it's like an oh. emergency so it's like an insurance said, no 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 you need to return the engagement ring. no no nowadays i think no no so because now it well at least in the last like five years because i was talking a lot about weddings uh no so the engagement ring is expected to be worth at least a double salary and the girl keeps it should anything goes go yeah. wrong really mm-hmm. wow Good investment. Yeah. <laughs> For girls. So I mean. a lot of people, uh, when they get this engagement ring, they make a copy, like a fake copy, and they keep the real one in a safe in some sort of a deposit box. And the fake one they wear on a regular basis. Because if you lose your, you know, investment or insurance, it's going to be, you know, a bummer. What do you think I about know, this? <laughs> I know a lot of people who would just go to the justice of the peace. Just get married legally. That's mm-hmm. it. Maybe yeah. a little party. Yeah, but we both lived in Vegas, so we know oh, a right. bit about that. An Elvis impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> an emergency wedding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I have nothing against um, people spending a lot of money for weddings. It's just not my cup of tea, personally. But not mine either. Same. Yeah. I had a quite a modest I don't wedding. See, I don't see the point of that, you know, because sometimes people spend millions, I mean, of rubles and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on it. Whereas they could have gone 
on a nice honeymoon, you know, on a vacation Absolutely. together. Absolutely. So, but but it's this idea of the little girl's dream, and yeah. she dreams about her wedding day her whole life. Yeah. Also, some people say, well, you know, it used to be said like, oh, it's a once in a lifetime right. thing, but not anymore. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. it's not really a once in a lifetime thing. And even I, I don't even think that in America so much now that wedding is so. Um, strong a strong t- tradition as before mm-hmm. yes yeah, it's, it's, especially it's like in changed. the 60s the hippies you know you live together before you get married or you just shack up and you never get married i, I just don't see marriage as as important as it once was mm-hmm. fair enough so how many weddings have you been to in your life i think like three well if you listen to the after show portion we'll discuss our experiences with the with our um with weddings so definitely check that out in the after show yeah. For sure. But um, what about bachelor's parties and hen parties? I can't imagine. In Algeria, do people have bachelor parties? No, we don't have. But uh, like we don't call it bachelor party. But it's something like optional that not many people do it. Yeah. So uh, normally bachelor parties where friends, you know, guys and or girls, they meet each other and they spend like joyful night or together. But uh yeah, some people do it, but not in the sense of a bachelor party. Just yeah. like, you know, congratulating. and It can oh, also okay. be called a stag party. Exactly. Stag I was just going to mention great vocabulary for our listeners. So for men, it's the stag do. Yeah, it's like a, a male antelope or a male exactly. deer or so, something. Yeah, stag is a deer. Well, it can also be a male animal, but it mainly means a male stag. deer. Yeah, stag. And do is D-O. I... Oh, doe. We say Oh, you say doe. Saying... Yeah, doe. Oh, That's dear. so interesting. Oh, female deer, stow. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, di, do. I know do, re, mi, fa. <laughs> do, that's it. I, I, do, a deer, a female deer. Oh, so, excuse me. I thought you were talking about, because um, in England we say a stag do for the party. Oh, excuse me. I thought you were talking about a female deer. <laughs> what a funny confusion. <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I, I thought you said in America they call it a stag do. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Stag, though. <laughs> so, yeah, in England, well, I guess in America, too. Would you say a stag do? No. Okay, this is very British. So, for yeah. men, it's a stag do. And for women, we call it a hen party. He- exactly, a hen party. Oh, no, we don't call it a hen party. A bachelorette. A bachelorette. And that's all that I've heard of. Yeah. Hen party. Yeah. yeah, like uh, chickens. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah, I, I have, so I have some questions about that. <laughs> yeah. Whenever yeah. I was telling my students about that, they're like, wait a second. So for man, it's like stag, you know, yeah, right. noble animal. And for us, it's like, like <laughs> wait, this is unfair. Yeah. But yeah, um, at least in England, stag do's are very messy. I have a question about that. Yeah. I heard that a lot of people... Uh, for a stag party, they go to some um, little towns, like not Cambridge probably, but some other towns, or to places like Slovakia. Yes, usually Serbia. Brits love to attack Europe on their stag do's or hen do's as well. So a variety of cities are included in stag do destinations, including Slovakia, so Bratislava, Budapest, um, maybe even Romania or Amsterdam. They People love to go to these destinations where you can consume as much alcohol as possible. and For as cheap as possible as exactly. well, even Un- Slovakia. Unfortunately, yes, because it is very cheap. I've been to Bratislava and beer is extremely cheap there. You can get a nice pint for one euro 
easily. Whereas Sounds in London, dangerous. you'd be spending like, 10 right now. It's, it's crazy. From 10 to 15, actually. It's insane. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But um, the Brits, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, have a not very good reputation in Europe. Right. We, we do. <laughs> What's we the love, word for that? Notorious. Notorious, exactly. We're, we're notoriously um, animalistic, <laughs> let's say, in our. <laughs> in our foreign adventures but yeah um so every town well especially in spain <laughs> gets absolutely destroyed by the brits on stag do's and hen do's <laughs> and and yeah <laughs> people don't behave themselves too well and should it be like this like it's it's almost i mean i didn't do it i mean maybe it would have been fun but at the same time like i don't like getting hangovers yeah. <laughs> so It'd be terrible to be hung over for your wedding. <laughs> well, some people do it. And Wait, oh, so you're saying like right the night before. Because yeah. sometimes it is the exactly the night before and sometimes it's a little bit before the night before. Yeah, I, I don't I understand. I think it's a little bit illogical, you know, to have it the night before. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, uh, why, you have yeah, other things I, to worry do, about, you know? They do that though. Well, the guys don't have anything to worry about. They just have their little the hangover. Suit. Oh, yeah. hangovers are rotten. It depends on who well, that, you are. If that's the only thing they have to worry about, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's no, the girls have that to... have to wake up at like 5 a.m. to have their, you know, makeup done, <laughs> hair done, the dress, you the know. The men have to that. wake up with the guilt thinking, have I <laughs> have seen I... a stripper or, <laughs> or something bad like that? <laughs> so it's, Is yeah. there anything on YouTube that might compromise <laughs> my wedding? Exactly. So yeah, obviously, stag dues, um, unfortunately for a lot of couples... Um, people are adulterous <laughs> on the stag dues and they oh go God. to strip clubs and and solicit all types of um, naughty activities. So, yeah, um, usually the wife or the fiance does not want to know what's, Fair <laughs> enough. what's happening on a stag do. I think like stag parties should have the same rule as in Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happens yes. at a bachelor party stays at bachelor party. Yes, that is a, a golden rule. But don't you consider that as a sort of cheating? Of like, course, yeah, yeah. Of course it is cheating, like, yeah. You know, but a lot of people think, come on. <laughs> a lot of people it's like uh, the rules. It's like the transition from their young years and youth yeah. to the marriage, you know, like wedding exactly. life. Well, even when they so, call it the the ball and chain, it's the way they're looking at marriage, uh, like it's some kind of trap. Yeah, for it's life. Like I'm gonna be <laughs> out. So we may as well do this, celebrate before yeah. the trap. So I'm gonna be out forever. Now I have to do something about <laughs> yes. it before going to the trap. You know, <laughs> exactly doing something crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, for our listeners, behave on your stag Jew. Yeah. <laughs> don't take pictures god don't don't do that if you dare to have a stag or a hen do um and it's, it goes the other way around hen do's people can be adulterous they go to see hunky men <laughs> it's interesting dances. how in russia you know most of the time um so some of my uh friends or people i know when they were having a hen party you said don't take pictures they did it, you know, they did a hen party with a photographer, you know, like they usually had some sort of movie night, champagne night, pajamas, you know, like all this fun and so on. So specifically hire a photographer for that to have like nice pictures before the wedding, you know, with girls night. Yeah. So it kind of, you know, sounds fun. Well, wow. so enjoy your stag do if you're going to have one. I wanted to speak about something actually about... Uh, 
the expenses of uh, weddings in my country. Yeah, sure. Since you spoke about, uh, you know, engagement. Yeah, ring, go for it. Know? Yeah, sure. So uh, in my country, <laughs> in my country, when they accept, uh, like that's uh, the girl and uh, the boy get married, mm -hmm. they ask for gold, a lot of gold. Okay, yeah. and they even like the parents even indicate the price of the gold. It's like, <laughs> yeah, give me money. <laughs> it is something cultural, yeah. but uh, for me as uh, like an individual person, I have always been thinking about it in a different way. It's like uh, they are selling their daughter or something. Yeah. yeah, but for them it's not. It's just like respect and uh, showing love like this. But showing love through material things, I think, I don't yeah, think Yeah, it sounds like good. a business deal. Yeah, and they ask if uh, he has a good job and uh, like they, they make love conditions. That's a pertinent question. And, and does he have a car? Exactly. Does he have a car, like apartment? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> Is he but worth they anything? Pay, they pay. <laughs> you can say around uh, 1 million ruble like this. Like if we, yeah, I swear. Yeah, like it's the family helps, everybody helps, like his uh, friends help. But uh, this is like we speak about the tradition. That's mm -hmm. why people are now, since you know, like uh, the, uh, there are economical problems, and uh, it started sounding stupid. Uh, but actually, it's not religious. In religion, the man uh, can give anything to her. A book can be mm -hmm. can be like uh, something normal. But uh, the culture, the Arab culture, emerged with uh, such things, which is something like bad for me, to be honest with you. Uh, so now people are in like the middle of this transition mm -hmm. from the old habits to the new mm -hmm. world. Uh -huh. Oh, that's interesting. But it's a lot of money, believe me. Like, yeah, most of people are yeah. not married. There's got to be some kind of proof that the guy is worth something because there's so many bad marriages where the woman, I mean, I've seen these like crime shows, right? Though the women being murdered because they're, they're really successful. <clears throat> And then these guys just kind of like stay home, don't do anything. It's like, oh, you shouldn't have married him. You know, she's, you know, three kids later. Yeah, but yeah, this is something normal. Like uh, he needs to have a job, you know, he needs to be like reliable for his family. But to ask for more than average, mm -hmm. that's actually like something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got a word that's useful for a lot of our listeners and that is gold digger. So what? What? It's what a is death it? friend, though. Yeah. Well, it is. It's kind of someone who's looking to get into a relationship. Well, that must be for, where it comes from. Yeah. <laughs> Some well, tradition. Well, of, maybe. Yeah. Uh, exchanging gold. So yeah, someone who gets into a relationship looking for financial gain. Well, it's like a young woman uh, marrying like an eighty-year-old man, something like that, which is obviously she's a gold digger. Yeah. And they'll want the to other protect his inheritance. Oh, the other way around. A young man marrying an old lady, oh. a widow. Well, yes, I guess, yeah, yes, I guess it yes, could yes. go both ways. Maybe. I mean, typically it is for women, but it could, I guess, go both ways because you do have. But they're called men something else, for. not a gold digger. What are they called? Um, something else. The, if the man. Oh, what is it called? The man is gold digging. It's called something else. Maybe a golden nugget. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Gold seller. Yeah, gold seller. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you have the word gold digger in Russian? Is it the same? Do you say gold digger? No, we don't say gold digger. <laughs> I I only know the the word for man actually in Russian because it's Alphonse. Oh, Alphonse, like Alfonso, like a name. Yeah. That's so funny. So this is like a male gold digger, but for girls. 
I don't really, I can't remember any. I wonder about the origin of the name Alphonse and how that became. the first one. (laughs) So maybe. That's a good one. We'll check it out after the podcast, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, let's come to the ceremony itself. So different cultures, of course, have different ceremonies. I I believe in India, the ceremony can last a few days, even maybe even a week. I've never been to an Indian wedding, but I believe my parents have. Um, but it's a long event and mm-hmm. usually a whole entire village will come to will come to the event. But what about um, from in Algeria? Usually there's like a whole village come to a wedding or is it a more private affair? Well, um, you know, I come from a family that has uh, two different ethnicities. Yeah. Like my mom is Arab, but my father is Amazigh, which is a different yeah. part of, you know, Algeria. Like they are the natives of Algeria, as I mentioned in uh, previous podcasts. Uh, so in that region of the Amazigh, like the whole village should attend. The whole village. And they need to feed them, you know, everything oh for two days. For two days. Yes. So first you pay the family of the bride. Yeah. And I have seen something similar in Turkey, actually. But in Turkey, it's something different. It's something actually cultural and everybody should uh, do it. Right. But in my country now, uh, they became a little bit selective. For example, only close relatives come, you know, mm-hmm. some friends. But uh, in villages, yeah, the whole village should come and they do like really crazy stuff. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you think of them like uh, riots, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, in America, there's just such a big ver- like variety of different weddings. Yeah. Because of yeah. the origin of the states, it's just so many different cultures. I just don't think it's like a big deal. Although you've seen these reality TV shows, you know, following the um, bridezilla, mm. how um, monstrous she becomes. So bridezilla, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I know in the Jewish tradition. Um, usually, the guy steps on a glass of wine. Well, usually, I believe it's without wine. I need to double check that. But they put a cloth over the the glass and stomp on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, and then someone is carried on a chair like, yeah. above everyone's head. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which one that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Russia has quite a few special, um, let's say, um, points to their weddings. Yeah. I mean, it used to be two days. The first day, you know, somewhere in a restaurant or something. And the second day at somebody's house, you know, either the brides or the grooms. Nowadays, it's just as various, you know, and varied as in the US, I'd say. Some people do not have, you know, a wedding ceremony. Some people, you know, it's just two people going to the registry office or whatever you call it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. We would call it the justice of the peace. And you call it the registry office. Yeah. Well, because it's not justice and peace. The, the justice of the peace. The justice. It's just, it's just a government agency. Yeah, basically. That takes care of weddings and other things. It maybe registers other things. Same here. Yeah. Same yeah, here. So it sounds like the same. So they take care of death certificates, birth certificates. Yeah. Death certificate, birth uh-huh. certificate, yeah. change of uh, last name, change of name. Well, yeah. although not sure. Anywho, so yeah, it's it's different. Normally, you know, um, some people would have some ceremony at the registry office and then they would go around the city, you know, to have a photo shoot or something. And then they would have some sort of a celebration in a restaurant. 
But again, it's all different now because I see more and more people just opt for having a travel, you know, and traveling together instead of spending a hell of a lot of money on some sort of a celebration. And there are those who get married in the church, the East Orthodox Church. Yep. Yeah. Well, usually these two go together. So the thing is that you cannot just get married in a church without the registry office. Yeah, it's you not still technically have, a legal Yeah, you marriage. still have to like sign the papers and everything. But yeah, there are some people who have ceremonies at the church. Not as many now though, but... Yeah. And it looks sort of like a solemn ceremony with the church. Yeah. So not many people do it nowadays, to be honest. Yeah, like in America, if you want to get married in a church, of course you have to have the legal uh, documents as well, but in the Catholic church or a Christian church, some churches don't allow singing and dancing. So your reception is going to be rather um, diminished in that way. Whereas I guess the more evangelical churches you can sing and oh yeah it just depends because i went to a a reception where we can't sing we can't dance oh (laughs) okay it's very cold what what would you do if we can't in my country sam you cannot uh you cannot get married religiously if uh, you don't get married from the states Mm-hmm. So, uh, and also we have this, like, we don't uh, get married. So the, the state mosque. happens first and then the mosque. Yeah. Oh, okay. Should be legalized and everything because it's something dangerous for the woman. Why? Because this way, like, if uh, they are married just religiously, there is no documents mm-hmm. that yeah, can protect course. the woman or even the man. Even for the children, you know, they don't have any record. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we don't actually, uh, we don't uh, perform the wedding in the mosque, but we hire. We hire, like we rent uh, a wedding saloon, mm-hmm. wedding hall also. We have wedding halls and saloons. And you say how many nights you want to be there. You hire a cook and some stuff to help you there. And uh, they put music, they they dance, you know. They So, uh, and the photo shooting happens while the ceremony is uh, still on. So you can also hire a photographer. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like this. Well, you said um, that the religion doesn't... Uh, record the actual marriage then yeah. there's no okay so in the catholic church the catholic church is known for big um great fantastic record keeping mm-hmm. and ah, so I see. yeah centuries and centuries of who got married wow. how many babies baptisms on and on yeah so, so it's related to the states you mean like if they keep this or they do this by themselves all over the world the catholic wow. church keeps records wow yes births deaths, marriages. That's good. Mm-hmm. Really. So you can go back however long you want and you'll see someone's name. For us, know. how it goes, uh, for example, if I want to get married religiously, I need at least five witnesses and who are from both families and friends. For example, there That's is... That's quite uh, difficult to get, no? No, no, five it's witnesses. actually... Oh, is no, it easy? Like, yeah, we have this social stuff there. So, for example... Uh, it is something very restricted. Those people should be a bit religious. Uh, like they don't lie. For example, I bear witness that those people got married and uh, so on. But now the government did something because many accidents happened mm-hmm. where a man, for example, leaves a woman when she gets pregnant and leaves her with her son and she cannot sue him or something because there is no record from the state about this. Mm. So that now the the government did something. It restricted this. And they said, you want to get married first, you do this with real documents. Then you go to the mosque and, uh, you know, uh, announce your marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And when, when you when you bear witness, because in in the West, like people swear, as you probably know, people swear on the Bible. They, yeah, yeah. Do do they do the same thing? Like where you have the Quran and then swear on it, or is it is it different process? Actually, uh, for educated people, it's forbidden to do it. Yeah. But uh, some people do it actually. They well, bring so they the, have like the, actual... the Quran and the uh, but so that's actually forbidden in Quran. Yeah, you I shouldn't thought, uh, do I it thought it would be a different thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I mean, I'm actually not entirely sure, but I don't think Jews do it either. Well, in America, if you're talking about like going to court, it used to be that the witness would put their hand on the Bible. Do you swear upon the Bible yeah. to tell the truth and nothing but the truth? Yeah. So help you God. And they do that. But <laughs> nowadays, there would be no way that would happen now. Yeah. Well, coming back to weddings, um, you mentioned traveling around the world. Would and people do that instead of having a big party? Would you classify that as a honeymoon? Yeah, yeah, it's like a combination of honeymoon and uh, well, well, actually, sometimes people get married in another country. They first go to the register office here, just sign the paper with nobody present, and then they go to another country to have a wedding over there. What do you call this person who asks you know this question like, do you agree to marry this person? Yeah, I think it's the officiator. The officiator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so they have some sort of officiator in another country and so on. That's how my student got married in Italy. Oh, cool. And I love it that, well, maybe not love it, but it's interesting how in the US anybody can be an officiator. Yes, 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 yes. So you, you can, can have a little... Do a little something online and get that. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Because a friend of mine was getting married in the US and her friend got this license of an officiator. Mm -hmm. Right. And she was the I've one. No, yeah. you. <laughs> so that's interesting. So honeymoons, are they a thing in Algeria? Do people go on a honeymoon after? It is still something optional, actually. It depends on the couple and uh, if they agree on this. Yeah. Yeah. But usually, like, uh, traditionally speaking, they just go home and that's it. And they start their life. Yeah. They start traveling a bit, but not for one month. So they just have a lot of food and yeah, exactly, chill out. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, honeymoons are a big a big deal in, in the West, I guess. I mean, I, I didn't have a honeymoon. I, I had a pre... Did, didn't you go to Chechnya? I had a, it's called a pre-moon. Pre-moon. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Chechnya which yeah. was a and Dagestan, which was quite a funny um, <laughs> pre-moon, let's call it. But it was actually a really fun little holiday. So sure. it was nice for us. But anyway, let's move on to birthdays. So it was wow. my birthday recently, a few days ago. I'm a Capricorn. When are your birthdays? Which month? 2nd of February. Oh, so you're soon. very soon. Very Ooh. soon. Yeah. Cool. So are you going to do anything or are you one of... I'm, I'm a more modest person. I like to have like a quiet event. Or same, do you... Same, yeah. Same. I, like, uh, I don't pay attention to my birthday actually as I'm growing older. But, uh, you know, we, we as humans, we, like for me, for example, and I spoke to my students about this actually. His name is Michael. And uh, he said it's like he uh, he had a birthday just last week, last Friday. And uh, before that, he was saying, uh, you know, I don't like to celebrate my birthday, like uh, just yeah. a day, you know. And we have the same idea. But when his uh, birthday came, he was happy of uh, what his girlfriend did for him, you know. Oh, did she give him a really big birthday? Yeah, big birthday. <laughs> yes. 
for me the same for me the same i always say this like every year i say okay i don't want to celebrate but when it happens you feel that joy and you mm-hmm. know oh okay yeah fine that's enough. it but uh as i said it's also like i like it to be a quiet thing like i i can go to a restaurant for example now i am with my fiance i can go to a romantic restaurant for example yeah just like celebrating quietly not uh, that way of you know Mm-hmm. like a rampage or something <laughs> i mean i'm not criticizing people for having big birthday pies because yeah you have to do what you like to do what you like doing it depends yeah it depends yeah. on people yeah exactly if you like big birthday pies good for you it's, they can be really funny sometimes and have a laugh but if someone planned one of those big surprise things like where everyone hides in your house <laughs> yeah i remember you I'd hate surprises yeah. <laughs> Benjamin uh, yeah. hates I, i've surprises. only seen that on, on sitcoms or something i've yeah. never known anyone to really give a me neither yeah i think it's just actually i prepared a birthday like this for my friend in uh, and she was russian <laughs> uh like we yeah. prepared like uh, i agreed with my colleagues yeah yeah and uh like she was working and we asked our boss that please can you let at least two of us today don't work so we can prepare things for her he said yes okay go go ahead and we t- we told him please uh, make her take our classes so that uh, she keeps busy with them like she comes late at home around nine he said okay so she had a terrible day because she worked the whole day <laughs> yeah uh, and we were like preparing it was my idea and uh, we like prepared everything then when she came tired she wanted to open her room and an explosion Ta-da. of people like yeah <laughs> and she was happy after yeah well that's funny it was something memorable well do any of you watch that show or have any of you watched that show sweet 16 in on MTV? on mtv yes what is that about do you know i no i kind of remember you know like seeing a glimpse of it when i was younger because we had mtv as one of only five channels that we had but wait before we move to swiss 16 what is when you when you when your birthday when's your birthday november november so it's a scorpio yeah Mm -hmm. yes i remember on our yeah Yeah. so january aries yeah february February, april november okay so yeah sweet but we, we have a um uh, a cliche like sweet 16 that's supposed to be this special special year and if you think about your sweet 16th birthday i mean was it really that special sometimes it like passes without it being really special like in the movies or something that's a good question i don't um, even remember it to be honest <laughs> well <laughs> actually yeah. for girls sorry i didn't mean yeah. to look at My? you it was really for girls sweet 16 not for boys yeah not because for boys, i was looking at i was looking at you i should have looked over here <laughs> exactly. sweet 16. my 16th birthday was well i mean it was in april and that was the same year that i was graduating school because i was so i was more thinking about like exams that were coming in a month you know getting into university and so on so didn't think what did i do i must have done something you know but it's not really memorable because it was well, the yeah, year my I graduated. 16th birthday passed it was unremarkable and i was disappointed i thought something was going to something great was going to happen on my 16th birthday for russians you know it's actually like 16 is not that big of a deal he's like okay 16. i remember i think it was either my 16th or 17th birthday i mean i still looked like a baby <laughs> <laughs> And I went to the pub dressed in a suit, pretending to be a, a, a worker. I said, yeah, can I get a pint? It's my 18th birthday. I had a fake ID. And, oh, and Benjamin. They, they looked in and they said, just get out of here. <laughs> get out. <laughs> so that was my 16th. But luckily, I found some beer somewhere. <laughs> 
Yeah. So 16. Well, but in some, so in Russia, I'd say the biggest, the bigger day is like 18 because this is the, um, the age when you come of age. Yeah. So in Britain is six, 18, 18. Yeah. It's 18 in the UK. 21 um, in the US. For, for alcohol, 21. But you still have a big 18th birthday because you can Yeah, 18 because that's when you've lot. graduated or you're graduating that year. Well, yeah. you're officially an adult, aren't you? When you're eight, well, a minor adult, what is it called? After you get out of high school. And then you're 18, then you are considered... But you have some legal rights when you're 18, like you can buy a gun and... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it stuff. how yeah. you can drive when you're 16, you can buy a gun when you're 18, you can get married when you're 16, but you can only drink alcohol when you're 21. Yes, but you know, I think you can get a gun 21 before in Russia? 18. You don't no, have to US. be 18. I think... Yeah. Oh, there are there are boys like six years old and 12 years old <laughs> going out shooting with their dad. Which is I think you legal. can have a weapon in America if you're with... Super um, under supervision right, 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 right. of an yeah. adult. So it's yeah. still... Yeah. Well, I remember, I can't remember, was it George Bush or something? He said, I've had enough of people complaining about um, drinking at 21 and being in the army at 18. So yes, that's true. I believe um, under his administration, they made it legal for soldiers to, to drink at 18 on military bases. Yeah, they had, um, you know, what are those called? Vending machines. Yeah. And you can put a coin in and get your... <laughs> of course, yeah, because you were a Marine, yeah. yeah so yeah. also you had a vending machine Vending of machine of alcohol. And I guess it's mostly beer, I would think. Interesting. Wow. Vending machine. I remember that being in the rec room or whatever they called it, where everyone comes in to play pool or something on base and yeah. get put a coin in for That's your, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> you'd like one of those. <laughs> it's a funny... Like a beer dispenser, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, is there like a specific birthday age that's really important in Algeria? 18. 18, 18 as well, yeah. 18. But people don't really drink in Algeria, so it's not no, like not. the same. But uh, there are some people who drink. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, not publicly. That's, yeah. that's the thing. But no, they just uh, have some special food, you know, such mm -hmm. things. Because yeah. it's uh, forbidden for people to drink in my country. But it's legal. Forbidden, but legal. So what you mean like... Um, Forbidden on a religious level, yeah. yeah. But uh, if we speak about our constitution and everything, so they, we still have some uh, places where they sell such things. So yeah. we have bars uh, in some places, but they are really, really restricted. Do you need to have like an alcohol license to... Because to, I know in Dubai and Abu Dhabi, you need to have an alcohol license to... Not to drink in the hotel bars, but to go to a, an official shop to buy alcohol do you need to do the same in yeah, Algeria yeah. they have to go to an official shop yeah you cannot find it for example here uh, in Russia when I go to any supermarket you can find alcohol but it's not in Algeria we have yeah. for example uh, as far as I saw like well, with, with my eyes I have seen three alcohol shops hidden in my entire city and my in, my city is uh, the second like yeah. biggest city in Algeria oh that reminds me then Call that dry Sunday in the South. It has been always your. Uh, it was illegal to purchase alcohol on Sundays, huh. and it would not be for sale. Someone <laughs> might like, be in line with their bottle of something, and they go, "It's Sunday. You can't buy that." Interesting. Is it because yeah. of the service, like you know, the church services yeah, on Sunday? Right, because you're supposed to be in church and not out there drinking, right? Oh. Um. So then there's this kind of uh, amendment or something. You know, let's. You know, do you want to get rid of this law? Um, and I can't remember whatever happened with it, but it is legal to order 
alcohol in a restaurant or a bar. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's contradictory. So there's a loophole. Well, yeah, speaking a loophole. of <laughs> rituals and ceremonies and culture, I guess, the, so the law came from religion, I yes, guess. The yes, yes, in the South, right, right, In the right. South, yeah. So yeah. I know Utah, for instance, they have very, well, they've relaxed um, more recently, but they had a very strict alcohol <clears throat> legislation. Hmm, interesting. So, yeah. Um, all right, guys, we'll definitely stick by to the after show. Well, I wanted to say Sorry. one more thing about the yeah. age. Um, it's not about any of the country that we live in or we are from, but you were born in Brazil. Yeah. And actually, Brazil is one of the countries, including some other Latin American countries like Argentina, Uruguay, um, Mexico, you name it, basically, the whole of Latin America. For them, it's really special um, for, for a girl to celebrate her 15th mm -hmm. birthday. Quinceanera. Wow. Quinceanera. Yeah. Oh, cool. So it comes, it's just so interesting because yeah. I started learning they can Spanish. get married then. Yes. Yeah, they get married. Yes. I started learning Spanish some time ago. And obviously, you know, one part of learning a language is learning about the culture of the countries that speak that language. So, and I've, I had heard about that, you know, from different American TV shows or something. So there's Quinceanera, uh, which is 15th birthday. And I was like, where does it come from? Apparently it dates back to the times of Aztecs and Maya Indians. Because in there, when a girl turned 15, she was turning into a woman and could officially get married. Yes, oh, it's the same yes. with and the it's Jewish as tradition. Big as, yeah. One of those birthday parties is as big as a wedding. It's because, so, yeah, it's my huge. daughter had a girl friend who she had to help get her like her dress, yeah, her it's, special it's, dress, special shoes. She went on a diet to get mm -hmm. thin. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, a, it's a huge bit. day. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, like I said, in the Jewish tradition, it's, you have bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. And mm -hmm, the bat mitzvahs right. for girls is 12, so coming of a age. 12. Yeah. yeah, boys is 13. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. All well, right. do, do you have a similar thing, like a coming of age um, ceremony in Islam? or We have the, the age of actually seven weeks. Oh, seven weeks. Oh, seven okay. Weeks, so, yeah. like, so after seven weeks, the the child should be baptized, something like this, uh, and they just take him like, uh, like we 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 invite people, and it's like kind of charity. You need to do some charity for people, like yeah. you you give uh, food to poor people, you know, uh, and you do it by the name of uh, God, yeah, and also to bless your child. But mm -hmm. after yeah. seven uh, seven. Uh, seventh week and also we have circumcision oh yeah of course yeah and in yeah. jewish in Ju so in judaism they have a funny ceremony where um <laughs> it's actually really mole, funny a mole yeah mole or bris oh. as well and um <laughs> it's a really funny ceremony i believe the kid has to be eight days old actually uh, religiously speaking yeah he should be yeah eight, around eight days it's and same, seven yeah yeah and seven days but <laughs> but uh for example, I was circumcised when yeah. I was five, five when you were years five? old. Oh, yes. Yeah, so five years old. Yeah. And some people, for example, if someone uh, was from a different religion and uh, is inverted to Islam, yeah. even if he's like 30, he should do it. Yes, I had a, I have a Muslim friend from, um, from London and he did it when he was 14. And I thought, yeah. oh, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> That's painful. It's really yeah, painful. <laughs> but yeah, so... In Judaism, there's this funny ceremony for it where literally the whole family watches the poor baby <laughs> and, and they have they give the baby a bit of wine, I think. And yeah. for me, <laughs> and I have, yeah, for me, I it's, have it's a funny tradition. Yeah, I yeah. know it's, it's strange, but 
Um, yeah. <laughs> well, talking about birthdays, uh, there's one thing that surprised me about American birthdays, I'd say, because in Russia, if somebody invites you to a birthday, it's a no-no to show up without a gift. Oh, it, definitely. Oh, my goodness. But I remember, let's say, a friend of mine, she was like, oh, it's my birthday party, you know, I invite everyone to the bar and born and raised American. So the only people who showed up with a present were only Russians. <laughs> and everyone else was like, I'll, I'll buy you a drink. I'll buy you a drink. And oh. she's like, this is okay now. You know, oh. you don't have to bring a gift. Yeah, Just come. I, things have changed. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Or people donate to a charity for for. This is people. one more thing. Yeah. yeah. But she's like, I don't need, I don't really need a yeah, gift. Just yeah, come. You know, yeah. you can buy me a drink or something like that. And all us, like three Russians, like, we <laughs> can't again. show up at a birthday <laughs> party right, without a present. Rule. That's no, that's a no-no. Yes, but now, ah. but now. <laughs> So it was fun. Fair enough. Yeah. So do you like getting a lot of presents on your birthday? Me? No, actually. I like something that can give you like an emotional value, not materialistic stuff. Yeah. Like we can all like buy something, you know, that we want, but uh, something that is memorable that you can keep with you forever, you know? Yeah. A book, for example, would be something wonderful for me. For example, mm -hmm. keep it in mind. His birthday is coming mm -hmm. up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a few days down the road. I feel like I made a mistake by saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You did exactly the right thing. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, let us know what you think. Let us know about your local traditions, especially if you're from Russia, which has many different nationalities and cultures. So, let us know. So, right. I'm interested in hearing if you're from, for instance, Tatarstan or. Yakutia, like... No <laughs> special birthday things in Yakutia. Sorry to disappoint. Well, let us know nonetheless your special traditions and definitely check out our website, which is www.bigappleschool.com where you can get access to loads of other interesting podcasts, videos, articles, and you can find more information about the courses that we offer here at the Big Apple School. So see you guys in the after show and we'll see you next time. See, see ya. Bye for now.